0: The following story happened yesterday while I was sleeping over at a friend's place where we'd share one bed. I suddenly awoke in the middle of the night, and there was a face with huge black eyes right in front of mine. It definitely didn't look human, and it didn't show any expression. It also seemed to look at me, but at the same time, past me. It's kind of hard to describe. Because it was extremely dark, I tried to rationalize that what I was seeing must have been my friend's cat. I thought the huge eyes were simply the cat's face being too close to mine. Because I wanted to move away from the face, I started to stroke it just like I would do a cat and said, Fiora, which is the name of my friend's cat. I could feel my hand touching it but instead of fur, it felt like I was touching a person's skin. That's when I started to realize that something wasn't right. My friend, who tends to wake up from the slightest bit of noise, and who thankfully happened to be awake at the same moment, replied, Fiora isn't here. The thing's face moved away from mine, and I realized that the eyes remained big. I sat up abruptly and became scared as I noticed it wasn't my friend's cat. I then saw it move behind my friend's head and on top of her pillow. I told her to look at her pillow, still hoping that my mind is playing tricks on me and that it was just the cat. My friend sat up, stared at her pillow. I can still see that thing sitting there, but she didn't see anything. I started to panic and asked her to quickly switch on the light, but that's when the thing disappeared. I insisted that we looked around the room. The doors and windows were closed, so nothing could have entered or left the room, but I firmly wanted to hold on to the belief that it must have been the cat. We obviously found nothing, and my friend began to worry as I was panicking at that point. I tried to process what happened and was so confused by the fact that I was stroking something moments ago. Sleep paralysis usually means being unable to move and feeling the sensation of being touched or having some weight on top of you. But this time, it was the opposite. I could move around freely, didn't feel any pressure on top of me, but I could touch the thing and it felt like it was physically there. The face was a bit smaller than that of an average human adult head. The eyes were about six centimeters in height and a bit longer in width. I described them as black, but they also had a thin dark gray iris and large pupils. The eyes were slightly popping out of the head. It had a very small mouth, no hair on its head and no ears. The skin was a muddy grayish color and also covered with a few brown stripes. Once it moved to my friend's pillow, I saw that it didn't have a neck, but a thin body that was only about a meter long. The body itself had a pitch black color, and it walked on four legs. My family would often move due to my dad's job, We lived in around nine different states, sometimes moving houses within them. When I was six, we had moved to Wisconsin in an older Victorian home. In the first year, I had fallen asleep with my mom in the living room. I had woken up at about 1 a.m., and I had seen that about 20 feet away on the bottom of the stairs was a woman. She stood about six feet tall and had long black hair and wore a black and white striped dress that covered her feet. Her face was not visible. I panicked, but couldn't move. It took about five minutes of me squeezing my eyes shut to fall back asleep. I would wake up with small bruises on my arms and legs, but thought nothing of it. The same thing happened nearly two years later before we moved. However, I was asleep in my bedroom And I saw her in the hallway, still not moving. I woke up that time with bits of my hair cut around my head. I remember thinking it was my sister until she denied doing so, causing huge upset with the family about her abusing me, which wasn't true at all. Now we had moved to Kansas in a rather nice Tudor-style home. My parents liked older homes, If it was older than 80, we had to live there. I was nearly 11 when I, once again, fell asleep on the couch with my mom. The house was smaller, so the living room was a bit cozier, with a fireplace and stairs on one side, with the den on the other, maybe 10 feet. I opened my eyes, and again, she was at the bottom of the stairs, slightly illuminated by the streetlight outside. The next morning, I woke with a migraine, the one and only one I've ever had. It was only me, two of my sisters, and my parents at the time. Then, five years later, we moved to Florida in a rather new home, which was odd for my parents. Just one sister with us this time. Within the first month, she appeared again. I still couldn't move or speak. All I could do was stare. She was in the doorway maybe six feet away just watching me wearing that same dress the next morning i had cuts on my breasts and neck after we moved house about four miles away was one of the last times i ever saw her until a few weeks ago she was at the foot of my bed her face still covered but i could almost see her breathing i woke up untouched but came down with a nasty stomach bug later that day. The last time I saw her, my parents and I moved back into my childhood home in Michigan. It was my grandparents before they left. I had a room in the basement and was rather happy with the setup. It wasn't until exactly one year after I moved in that I experienced her. This time, I refused to open my eyes, tired of being afraid but I could hear her. She was right next to me, breathing in my ear. She didn't say anything at all, just breathed. The next morning, I was unable to eat due to a nasty sore throat. See, I would assume that this was just some sleep paralysis demon or an overactive imagination. However, I still can't shake the feeling that something was, or is, here. I still get random bruises on my leg. I take iron supplements, otherwise I'm very healthy. And I randomly feel nauseous when I'm alone or before bed. It's something I've gotten used to but I always get a creepy feeling on my neck when I'm alone. I still panic when my parents leave, and I fill my work and school schedule as much as possible to avoid this. I don't see anything wrong with my surroundings. It only affects me. I've had random spouts of sleep paralysis throughout my young life, mainly after a weekend of partying and not sleeping. However, the last few weeks, I've been experiencing quite a few weird headaches, like migraines that go into the back of my skull. One night, I was having one of those nights where your body just keeps pulling you into paralysis. Eventually, I stopped fighting and let myself fall into it. I knew something had got into my bed because I could feel breathing under my sheets. Whatever it was climbed onto my back and whispered into my ear, Hello, Aaron. Obviously, I felt terrified, but I wanted to know what kind of beast had entered my bed, so I opened my eyes. Its fingers were pressed over mine, kind of as if it were pushing me into the bed They were long and scaly and I know it must have been a kind of reptilian beast. It whispered again that I am very sick and I might need to go to the hospital. At that point, I probably thought the beast was messing with me, so I just wiggled and wiggled my toes until I finally woke up. I really felt like it wanted me to know that though. And it was fighting extra hard to push me into the bed, as if to say, don't ignore me. I fell asleep, and in the morning I woke up with a strange feeling in my neck again. I ended up having a stroke and a blood clot in my neck. I'm only 24, so it was completely out of the blue, with no previous health problems. I've been in a hospital for about a week and recovering well. I thought it was pretty interesting that whatever came to me in my paralysis wanted to warn me about what would happen. For context, the first time I ever had sleep paralysis, I didn't know what it was, so I thought I was being possessed by demons. They were episodes where I would wake up, lying on my back, and felt like my entire back was being sucked into my bed. Like, you know, when you drop a rock into a very still lake, visualize that and turn it into a feeling. And then I would hear the sound of the only thing I can describe as a very old heavy drawbridge coming down, like creaky old wood and chains, if that makes sense. And then, at the same time, I felt as if my body was sinking into my bed at a 45-degree angle. I absolutely thought I was being summoned to hell. Every time I had sleep paralysis, I would fight with myself to try to wake myself up. If I couldn't move my body at all, I would try to manipulate my breathing to try to engage any muscle at all to wake up. I would also never open my eyes in fear that I'd see a demon in the corner of my room. I was not about to scare myself more than I needed to. After those happened, each time I got sleep paralysis, I started chanting in my head something about angels or God, in hopes that it would stop. Then, after a while, my brain developed a new sleep paralysis episode, and somehow did all that scary stuff but added the sound of a chorus of angels harmonizing, the sound like welcoming you into heaven. But even so, I still felt extremely scared in the moment because of the sensation that my body was being sucked into the earth. I was staying at my grandparents' a few years ago. It was a big house with a staircase leading from the ground floor up to the second floor. My room was directly in front of the staircase on the second level. I was around 14 years old and was so scared of my grandparents' house as it was so massive and I always felt like it was haunted. So whenever I slept over, I would leave the door open. I had sleep paralysis a few times before this and had trouble getting to sleep and fear of getting sleep paralysis. I could hear kids playing downstairs. It was only me and my grandparents in the house. I remember looking directly down at my feet, out to the staircase, and hearing laughing. Then I could hear footsteps running up the stairs and I could see the head and shoulder of a young boy peeking up at me. So I closed my eyes because that's all I could do. Then I could hear the little footsteps come up the remaining steps and stop at the end of my bed. It was quiet for a few seconds, but then I could feel pressure on the end of my bed, heavy enough to be a little child around five to six years old. They walked up the top of the bed by my head, and I could hear the springs in the bed move with the pressure. Then they jumped to the side of the bed and made a thump. Then I could hear them running back down the stairs and laughing. I was 100% awake and aware of what was happening. I just couldn't move or scream. When I could finally move, I yelled out to my grandparents, My grandma came running into my room and I told her what happened. She didn't believe me and thought that I had just had a bad dream, but I didn't get to sleep the rest of the night.